0: something different. I wouldn't call it a sermon. Is that, do I sound okay, Scott? Okay. Um, I, I wouldn't call it exactly a sermon because I wanted, I was a little tired of preparing sermons. I, I get tired. Jamie doesn't seem to get tired of it. I actually get tired of doing it. So I'm like, I'm going to do something different because I want to. So we're going to start with um, really quickly a video and when I saw this video, I actually can't even remember why the person – do you know sometimes somebody gives you some a video and you, like, they were telling you, like, for one reason, but you watched it and it spoke to you in a different reason? So when I saw it, I thought of Ephesians. We just finished Ephesians. And I watched the birds, and I immediately thought of – I immediately thought of um, – I immediately thought of Ephesians and how we all move together. So without saying too much, because I don't want to ruin it, I'm going to start with this. wow, right? And what I noticed was each starling responds to the six or seven by them. And I thought, what a beautiful picture of community. Like, we don't all have to be rubbed up against everybody, but there's six or seven people that we've been called to live life by and to move by and to, to murmuration next to. I thought it was it was so beautiful. So I just wanted to share that to you, with you as I saw it. Uh, And I think it's supposed to be kind of like what community looks like. It can be beautiful. Often it's not, but I do think that's the intent is the beauty of it and moving together and protecting one another and keeping each other safe. I just thought it was so beautiful. So here's my question for you. So if you can go to the slides. If you could be any kind of bird, what would it be and Why? This week, I spent a lot of time down at Sunnyside Park. I just didn't want to be inside. Was anybody else like that this week? I just wanted, I even met somebody for coffee. It was 55 degrees out, and she made me sit outside. (laughs) No, just kidding. I wanted to, but I didn't want to. So if you could be any kind of bird, what would you be and why? I'll give you a minute to think about it. got it? Any kind of bird and why? Okay. Share this. This is different. Share it with somebody around you. So you might have to get up and move. If you're the younger soul, that's your job. You have to get up and move. So look around and tell somebody what, if you could be a bird and why. All right. Anybody over here willing to share their bird and why? Yeah. They're like don't look at me, don't look at me, no eye contact. A duck and why? They can swim and fly. Okay. How about this this area? Anybody? An egret. Because they could fish every day. They are beautiful, too. Okay, this side, anybody want to share their bird? I'll get there. It is. (laughs) That's, that's sweet. Oh, okay, Ashlyn wants to share too. (laughs) That's mine. You want to say the mic? She would like to be a hummingbird because they eat sweet things. They live off of flowers. I mean, like, come on. And they're so beautiful. They're so... All right, over here. Gary. Do you hear how diverse this group is? A woodpecker and a crow. No? Okay. I wasn't expecting that. Does anybody else just kind of want to share their bird? Anybody else? Oh, Liam. Okay, go ahead. Another woodpecker. You're also noisy. I've taught you in Sunday school. <laughs> Why do you want to be a woodpecker, Liam? What, what did he say? He likes to always eat. All right, there you go. Lots of bugs. All right, so take it, take it to our next picture. Take it to our next picture. I haven't shared any art with you guys, I realized in a while. And I was recently introduced to this one. So I want you guys to look at it. It's different. If I, Do you guys remember the last one I shared if you were here, the, the Jesus one? It gave you a lot to think about. So look at this one. And I want you just to notice what you see. What do you see when you look at it? And then hold that for a minute. So just what do you see? And then maybe, what do you feel when you look at it? As vacillating between telling you what it's called to like guide you in your thinking, or I think I'll wait. I think I'll wait. All right, just sh- when you're ready, what do you see? holding on for dear life. Yeah. Okay. Amelia. Did you say one with the bird? Okay. Like one, like they're kind of one. Yeah. I kind of, I don't see a holding on. I kind of see just a, a freedom. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Joanne. Makes her feel safe, yeah, yeah, safe and protected. Um, I am not, I don't think he's considered Native American, although it does look similar. Scott Erickson, I think he looks as white as me, but it could be his style. So he has a, un- his name is Scott Erickson. He has a very unique style. Anybody over here? Kelly. Protected. And yet, free and adventurous. Yeah. Anybody else? Yeah, Joanne. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She's not there under duress. She's there because she wants to be. Mm -hmm. When I saw this painting, someone was praying for me. And they looked at me and they said, you're really tired. And she just took out her phone and put the picture in front of me. And it was interesting because looking at the picture, I realized how tired I was and that I needed to be carried. And that's how I felt when I saw it, really tired. And like I couldn't even admit to myself how tired I was until I saw it. And I think in the world we live in, um, it's easy to be tired because we move at a really fast pace. And um, R- Ruth Haley Barton, who I quote a lot around here, teaches that there's different kinds of tired. There's a tired that's a good tired because you, you worked out or you, you, you thought you did things during the day that was good. And the way you know it's a good tired is when you can go to bed <laughs> and a one good night's sleep or two good night's sleeps, you'll wake back up and you feel refreshed and you feel ready to go. Or she says sometimes you actually even need a weekend away, right? Or a week's vacation. But there's something she calls dangerously tired. And it's when your soul is so tired and that you need more than a vacation. You need something different than a weekend away and you need more than a good night's sleep. And she calls it dangerously tired. And she would say that dangerously is unhealthy and it's not how we're called to live as Christians. Like we find ourselves there. But it's not called, that's not where we're called to be. And so I was thinking to myself, I think that I am close and I need to rest or I will be dangerously tired. And immediately a verse like popped into my mind when I saw this. Like it just like plop. And this is the verse, and I'm going to read it to you. Actually, this part, I'll read the part. He gives power to the faint and strengthens the powerless. Even youths will faint and be weary, and young will fall exhausted. But those who wait for the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall mount up with wings like eagles. They shall run and not be weary. They shall walk and not be faint, and that just plopped in my head when I saw that picture. I remember that those verses because growing up we had. Do you guys remember the era of calligraphy? Did you remember the era of calligraphy? Okay, my no, I'm that old. Okay, so growing up in my house, my mom and dad had a friend who did calligraphy, which is beautiful cursive, and she we had an eagle. And this, um, that verse that I just said to you, was on my in my dad's office on his wall. And I remember even being young and knowing that sometimes I was very tired, very tired. I just feel it. I'm weary. I'm tired. I don't have the energy. Something's not quite right. So in the midst of that, I sat with this verse. And I wanted to share it with you guys today. Um, I wanted to also ask you this, so if you look at yourself right now, and you might be like, I'm not tired right now, because sometimes we're not, yay, and sometimes we are um, dangerously tired, so what do you, kind of the thought is, what do you need to do, or how do you need to live, how do you need to be with God in order to not be that kind of tired? And I think it's a fair question all the time for students and grad students because your life is is so much during this this season while you're here. So how do you live in such a way to find rest for your soul? And how do you live in such a way that you don't find yourself dangerously tired? So we're going to practice something. It's called Lectio Divina together. It's a spiritual discipline, and it's one that I really enjoy doing in community. It's been practiced since the third century. I'm not introducing anything new under the sun today. So it's been done for a long time. Sometimes it changes a little bit, like over the centuries and over the years. And this is, it's called divine reading. That can still sound like, what? It's just reading the Bible, like open to God. So it's called divine reading. So you're going to, and if you grew up like, um, Soaping. This is like kind of similar. So we're going to read the passage together. And I have it on a paper here. And then we're going to sit quietly. And then the next piece is you, you listen. You listen to God. Instead of me telling you today, like, I sat with God all week. This is what I heard for you, which is beautiful. Instead, you're going to sit and you're going to listen and you're going to meditate. And the word I like is you're going to ponder. God, what do you what are you saying to me today? What do you have for me in this time that I stopped and I'm listening and I'm sitting here? And then the next one, but don't don't jump ahead because we do that. We're like, "Oh, this is my takeaway for today." Don't don't jump ahead. Just follow the process. Move slowly because you might be surprised what you hear. And then you'll respond and then you just rest with the word that God's going to give you today. So, before we do that, this week I was listening to Ruth Haley Barton, which I quoted earlier, she came out with a new podcast for the first time in like five months. So I listened to it. And in that podcast, they introduced a song that her team wrote to prepare people for Lectio Divina. I was like, well, how perfect is that? Because that's what we're doing this week. So Jamie and the team have learned this song for us this morning. And the song is meant to lead into... Lectio. So they're going to lead us in the song and I'm going to hand out the scripture for today and then we're going to move through it together. So worship team, would you come lead us in this song to prepare us?
1: Oh God In your presence I am humbly Bound Speak Oh God I am longing For a word From you Speak Oh God Speak into my so... Oh. I am humbly bound. Sing with me. Speak, oh God. Speak oh God. I am longing for. to my soul.
0: text. And as I read, notice, if anything, a word, a phrase, um, two words stand out to you. If you have a pen, you can highlight it. I like to do lectio with a pen. Um, you may not have one with you, but I'm going to read it and just no- notice what drops. Don't, don't judge it. Don't have an opinion. Don't try to think that doesn't make sense. Just just go with it. Just see what lands. This is from Isaiah 40, 27 through 31. Why do you say, O Jacob, and assert, O Israel, my way is hidden from the Lord, and my right hand is disregarded by my God? Have you not known, have you not heard, The Lord is the everlasting God, the creator of the ends of the earth. He does not faint or grow weary. His understanding is unsearchable. He gives power to the faint and strengthens the powerless. Even youths will faint and be weary, and the young will fall exhausted. But those who wait for the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall mount up with wings like eagles. They shall run and not be weary. They shall walk and not be faint. Read the passage slowly once more. This is the meditate. Again, noticing what is standing out. This is most likely the Holy Spirit speaking. Reflect on what you are noticing, its meaning, and what it may be saying, what God may be saying. Record your thoughts on this page or in a journal. Keep a record of these things for prayer and for discernment. All right, I'm going to read it again and then we'll take a moment. Why do you say, O Jacob, and assert, O Israel, my way is hidden from the Lord, and my right is disregarded by my God? Have you not known? Have you not heard? The Lord is the everlasting God, the creator of the ends of the earth. He does not faint or grow weary. His understanding is unsearchable. He gives power to the faint and strengthens the powerless. Even youths will faint and be weary, and the young will fall exhausted. But those who wait, for the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall mount up with wings like eagles. They shall run and not be weary. They shall walk and not faint." Respond. Read the passage slowly one more time. After a few breaths, begin to pray the passage aloud. Pray the things that the Holy Spirit has brought to mind for yourself, for the church body at Pullman Foursquare, and or for our city. What is God speaking to you through his Spirit? Why do you say, O Jacob, and assert, O Israel, my way is hidden from the Lord. and My right is disregarded by my God. Have you not known? Have you not heard? The Lord is the everlasting God, the creator of the ends of the earth. He does not faint or grow weary. His understanding is unsearchable. He gives power to the faint and strengthens the powerless. Even youths will faint and be weary, and the young will fall exhausted. But those who wait for the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall mount up with wings like eagles. They shall run and not be weary. They shall walk and not be faint. Sarah, could you put the picture up there for people to look at? Yes, yes, thanks. end with another time of silence, not to hear more, but just to rest and trust that God is at work in and through our prayers and that his will will be done. Why do you say, O Jacob, and assert, O Israel, my way is hidden from the Lord and my right is disregarded by my God? Have you not known? Have you not heard? The Lord is the everlasting God the creator of the ends of the earth. He does not faint or grow weary. His understanding is unsearchable. He gives power to the faint and strengthens the powerless. Even youths will faint and be weary, and the young will fall exhausted. But those who wait for the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall mount up with wings like eagles, They shall run and not be weary. They shall walk and not be faint. Thank you, God, for your word to each of us through your spirit, trusting that we heard from you or we sat with you in pure, quiet, resting in you today. May the word that we heard today, that you spoke to each of us, settle in us. May it sit with us. May it bring us life this week. May you remind us when we need to hear it again. Thank you. Thank you, God. Amen. So I came to this passage over and over again this last week. And sometimes it was different, what I heard, what stood out, what God spoke to me. So maybe you take it with you this week and see see where God leads you. Maybe you'll hear something different. Maybe the same as like, this is really what I have for you right now. Um, not all scripture works great with Lectio Divina. Like you're not going to want to take Leviticus and try this out. It's not going to work. But the Psalms and a lot of the gospel stories, and if you want to practice it on your own, short. Like this is no more than five verses or it gets too long. So keep it, keep it short if you want to practice um, on your own. And really, when I'm not preparing for a sermon, this is very similar to how I just sit. It's a little more structured, but it's very similar to how I just sit and listen to God. Um, in the mornings when I'm reading a scripture, I just sit with it until I hear something. Until something kind of speaks, and not every day. I mean, that would not every day, but often I'll hear the Spirit say something to me when I slow down and when I'm open. So um, that's my heart for you. My heart for you is that you won't come on Sundays and you'll be like, ah, you know, there are those weeks and there are those seasons. But my hope is that you will spend time that you'll find a space, that you'll carve out a nook, that you'll desire to find some time in your week when you can just sit and listen and make space for God to speak to you and renew you and to fill you. Um, That's my hope and my prayer. My hope and prayer is that when you come to worship on Sundays and you're singing to God, it will just be a continuation of what you've been experiencing during the week. That you have already had times, sometimes, somewhere where you were singing or worshiping on your own or you were reading something and you'll just come back in and hear you're joining the community. And um, that's my hope and prayer for you. So thank you for practicing with me. If it was new for you, I'm trusting that you heard from God today, a word, and um, so I was a little different. We're going to end by ending how we always end, so if you would stand and join with me singing. and singing, and it's really cool if you can share with somebody. I didn't know how to do that, but if you can just share with somebody what word, it doesn't have to be elaborate, what word stood out to you, what phrase stood out to you, it kind of makes it a more beautiful practice. All right, Let's sing. We end um, with the doxology. I don't know if we have the words, but most of us. Wow, you're so amazing. You're doing a really good job today. I'm impressed. <laughs> all right. Uh, let's see. We'll just pick a key, and hopefully you can follow me. Praise God from whom all blessings flow. Praise him, all creatures here be It's beautiful. Until next week, go in the grace of God.